I had the worst nightmare, and I think it's because I was hearing a fight outside subconsciously. But the nightmare was about people staring at me while I'm peeing. Did you have to pee? I did. Mm. So you had morning wood when you got up because you were locked and loaded and ready to go. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. of you joining us for the very first time this is icon or ycon the show where we break down your favorite film franchises one movie at a time i am here as always with my dear compatriot the freezer to my frozen ball trick mr cj laroche cj how are you doing i'm keeping it cool man i'm keeping it cool so that when that wood gets on top of it it doesn't go anywhere oh yeah what a weird thing to say. It's so weird. What a weird thing and to like, say. It's, it's really weird. And I just think this is such a sausage fest already. Let's keep it going. It's very true. That's very true. Uh, we are very excited this week to be joined by number two in your program, number one in your heart, Mr. Joe Dan Buskey. Joe, Joe! how are you feeling today? What's up, gents? I, I guess that makes me the guest sausage, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Oh, if I you really want to look at it that way. I, really I, feel like you. I feel like I'm in Miller Park watching the, the sausage race at the seventh inning stretch, baby, which is only very appropriate. True. Very, very true. Let's just hope that Lloyd McClendon isn't anywhere nearby. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what Lloyd McClendon or a sausage race means, but it sounds like several Fridays for me. So I'm just going to roll. I want that to do, become man. a thing. Like, how was your day, man? I had a real Lloyd McClendon type of yeah. day. Who is Lloyd McClendon? <laughs> For those of you who know, I have no idea what the sausage race or Lloyd McClendon is. Uh, Miller Park is where the Milwaukee Brewers play their home games. Uh, in the seventh inning stretch, the seventh inning stretch, right, Joe? Uh, yep. Guys dressed up as brats because it's Wisconsin, yep. right? They uh, they have a race. There's four of them. They run around the field. Uh, whoever wins, you know, like if you're if you're watching the game, you're like, I want number three to win. Uh, and so one day, uh, Pirates, then outfielder, or was he manager at the time? I can't remember. I, I uh, Lloyd don't McClendon, remember if he was, he was still on the visiting team. So on the visiting team, the sausage where sausages were going by, and they've got these big sausages on their head, and he just takes a bat, just fucking cracks one of them, and he goes to the crowd. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> why did he do that? Entertainment he's value, a dick. baby. That's and why. He's just a dick. Like, they were up not. on the railing. When the sausage ran past the dugout, he just... Popped him on the top of the head. Dude, a lot of teams oh, have man. spinoffs of this now. Like the Washington Nationals do it, only instead of sausages and hot dogs and stuff, it's presidents. And there's a joke, yeah. a running joke in the field that, uh, who is it? Is it always Teddy Roosevelt who comes in last? Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. yeah. He always so, comes in I mean, last. Because it's Atlanta the Mount Rushmore, has, right? It's, yeah. It's the it's, four yeah, Rushmore it's Lincoln presidents. And, yeah. And I think yeah. Atlanta has Mr. Freeze, right? He's like a world class Yeah, Mr. Sprinter. Freeze, who's like a... F- famously fast sprinter and yeah. if you can beat mr he gives you like a like a 180 feet foot head start and he still beats yeah. everybody yeah they run the warning yeah. track and like literally if you start in the left field corner you're you're into right center before he even starts and he still smokes you yeah this is just all entertainment at baseball games stuff in between innings to pass the time yeah you know because oh, okay. it's pass time because it's a pastime. I get that. Yeah, the only reason yeah. I know about the seventh inning stretch is because they tried to kill the Queen of England during it in the Naked Gun. That's the only reason I know. That's right. That's right. And Very that brings true. us to our first uh, baseball sin in this movie, in the game, at the wait, end wait, of the movie. Wait, wait, wait. We don't even know oh, what, what movie this is, CJ. 
Oh my you have gosh! Not, we went on such a tangent so early on. You did not even tell all eighteen of our listeners what the movie is. Right. Okay. So this movie this week is called Long Gone. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> that's not what it's called. It's no, it's not. Oh no, sorry. That was Cecil Stud Cantrell, the uh, ever popular William Peterson was in a movie called Long Gone, minor league baseball manager named Cecil Stud Cantrell. This movie this week that we're discussing is Major League Three Back to the Minors, where Scott Bakula plays Gus Cantrell. You think they're related? No. No? <laughs> no. You don't Just think Bill Peterson and Scott Bakula we're going to get related? into. I don't think that either. I don't think that either. That's unfortunate. But those are, there's some, Major League some Three, solid it's Back to the Minors. Two. Back to the Minors. Is so it a sequel... Is it a spinoff? Let's find out. I, okay, I'm going to speak on this straight out the gate because just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not a sequel. <laughs> like, Are you saying like, you didn't like it? Right. Well, no, I'm saying I'm that not saying the, I didn't like it. The original creator says it's more of a spinoff, and I'm like, how is it a spinoff? It literally picks up from where the characters you left them in Major League Two. Now, granted, it does something that's bizarre in that they don't act like they did in any of the previous movies. But that's kind of fucking exactly what Major League Two did. So my, yeah, I guess my question here is: is what happened, right? Well, like, did the producer just decide he wanted to make another one? He owned the rights and was like, "Hey, David, do you want to be a part of this?" And David was like, "Nah." Like, what what happened I, here? Why why did David S. Ward not do the screenplay? And and for those of you at home who may not have listened to the movie or seen the movie, what are you doing here? Uh, but there's no Cleveland Indians. We are now in the Minnesota Twins organization. Yeah, the Indians don't even make an appearance. Somehow, Roger Dorn is now the owner of the Twins and their minor league counterpart. I don't even know how we got to Minnesota. Like, you know why we're in Minnesota, Andrew? It's it's the only it's one of the only stadiums in the league at this time that has a dome that they can turn the lights out in. That's the only reason we're in Minnesota for that well, shitty we've got plot the Metrodome. Point? At, the, at this time, we've got the Metrodome and we've got the King Dome uh, and we've got Olympic Stadium in Montreal. That wouldn't have worked. This uh, is post-Astrodome, We've got the Astrodome, right? which we did – we used in uh, Bad News Bears 3, so they yep, probably wanted yep. to steer clear of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, we, that's why it's the Twins. Yeah. Well, it sucked. Anyway, so here's my thing. <laughs> I, I watched this movie and I was like – I think I'm like 40 minutes in and I'm like, I don't hate this. It's just a little bit wonky. And then I keep going and then it was like it, – it was it was like, oh, man. I mean we've said worse things. It was just like a really long, dry beach. Like it just kind of yeah. like existed and happened and I wasn't miserable but that there was no payoff. I, didn't, no. I wasn't entertained at the end of the day. I, not only that, it didn't make sense – also, hella racist. Like, way more racist than the other two. So we're just going well, to mean, get right to it. We've. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm going to give you the floor no in just a second. I have to be the one that says this. English fucking subtitles for a Japanese character speaking English. Atrocious. What? What's what happening? The hell Add it to the list, that? man. Add it to the list. Yeah. It was it was really bad, but anyway, but we we've gotten way ahead of ourselves. So Dorn's the owner of the twins, owner of their counterpart. Uh, it's we have all these new characters except Rube. We have Rube from Major League Two, who's like a fan favorite, who is so charming. But it was such a plot point that his issue was like handled in the last movie, and once again, it is not handled. And he's the first of three characters that reappear with a whole new issue. 
Yeah, I do like that he was in the Padres organization, and as you know, he was in that movie The Fan, and yeah. he was a Padre, so I like that. Um, and there's some Easter I, I love I love Rube, but yeah, like we we fixed this problem, and now we're just sort of like regurgitating it. Yeah. Uh, why? Yeah. For and, one and scene? For the one scene, and then also it's like, Gus is like, I'm going to tough love him, and that fixes it. And I was like, okay, so Jake Taylor just shit is what this is, right? That's what I'm supposed to believe, that Jake Taylor sucks possible i don't know i don't know so what i love though i do love uh, ted mcginley i i granted ted mcginley is pretty much playing ted everything McGinley. ted mcginley did in the 90s was he yeah i mean it's Jefferson stan gable. Darcy? It's like <laughs> when when stan when stan gable grows up right and he no longer lives across the street from ed o'neill now he's the manager of the twins who never wears a hat yeah no well, that's because manager, he's got that gorgeous head of hair doesn't wear a hat hey Listen, I guess if you had hair like he does, as somebody who is follically challenged, I can totally understand why he doesn't wear a hat. Joe, this is radio. No one can see you. You don't have to admit to that. Well, that's why I had to explain that I was follically challenged. Although I do have a nice full beard, just for that visual. Always does. Oh, is, he always does. It is a beautiful yeah, beard. Her it's name very... is Jen. She's very sweet. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that a challenge? That sounds like a challenge. Oh, this is terrible. Are we coming to your stadium or are you coming to ours? <laughs> where, where can we handle the lights? Yeah. That's how it works. Whenever we have a disagreement, our teams just play each other. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I mean, right. the... the Go ahead. Are we still summarizing the plot? Because that's we're not still summarizing the plot. Keep going, Joe. We're just yeah, rolling. we're just rolling. <laughs> we're just rolling. We're you just got rolling. something to say? Just say it. Just say. Yeah, yeah it's no. a safe oh, space I mean, here. So much to say. I mean, I you know this could be a three-hour broadcast if you let me keep going. Just ask my brother from his wedding. What? Hey. We'll interrupt you if we need to. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. we're good at that. Just say things. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to. I do want to say like at that, that time when they you. played each other. No, it's when cool. they when they do play each other. Yeah, yeah. When they do play each other at the end of the at the end of the movie. Um, for the second time, so we have two big games. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, two reasons. Yeah, uh, we play "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" before the game starts. The yeah. fuck? Does Dude, that not happen? Look, look. I, I think the one thing I don't know whether to forgive the movie for it or to hold it against it, but any remote attempts to try and maintain any sort of plausibility within the world of baseball is out the window in this movie in a lot of ways. Like I feel like a lot of stuff that they kind of semi accurately represent about the game has to do with some of the stuff, not on the field, you know, all this is about a team and, you know, you have to be a team player and, and, you know, don't hit it over the wall every time you got to hit to opposite field because it's going to help the team. Like, you know, there's storylines and things related to being a minor leaguer, trying to dream of getting to the big team and all this kind of stuff. But in terms of the functional, apparatus of baseball i feel like the attempts to try and do it justice were were abandoned before they started absolutely like what the hell is harry doyle who is like basically a nationally recognized play-by-play uh color man play-by-play man he does everything what's he doing down at triple a in an organization that's not even the one he was working for originally i was gonna ask you that I was going to ask you that. I was like, does he, just, bus. does he just work for Dorn? Like, does it work like that? I didn't think it worked like that. Uh, no, it doesn't no. work like that. No, no, no Vin no, Scully no. has been a Dodger voice for, I mean, he's just retired. What last year, two years ago. I forget how long a couple ago. years ago, but he was like, yeah. I mean, he's been a, the voice of the Dodgers for longer than I've been alive. You know, like the, 
you know, I mean, yeah, we he lost never Kevin worked Burkhardt. for the Dodgers, right? Like he worked for WCBS or he worked for whatever radio station the Dodgers had a contract with, right? You know, I mean, he's he's but he was the like, voice, like Gary Cohen. He's the voice, who's the voice yep. of the Mets on TV. Mets. He works for the Mets for the SNY, right? right. He doesn't work for the Mets. Got it. Um, yeah, but still, I mean, to think that you know, like like let's say a name that like people would recognize, like Howard Cosell or Bob Costas. You know, yep. Bob Costas does the Olympics, all you sports, non-sports fans out there. That would be like him going and like doing uh, Rutgers track and field. Yeah. It's like, why are you here? You know, what's yep. going on? So it doesn't make any sense. So on and, top of his, and the writing was crap. His writing was crap. His jokes yeah. were crappy. They were tired. I mean, he still nailed it because he's Uke. But man, that was awful. That was, I, that was hard to watch. I felt bad for I held, I felt bad for the the colleagues that they would put next to him like what monty was the name of the guy in the original right and i as well, yeah, started, this, as great, this one started i was like why are these guys sitting next to him like until you get to minnesota where he's got you know uh larry brandenburg's character the the minnesota comment to play by yeah, play who, we, who we never introduce and we sort nope, of we have to there. figure out that he's the twins guy yeah but oh, like yeah, but their whole that, dynamic like is all like strange yeah it's out of nowhere because up until that point Uke turned, you know, the guy is sitting there to play the straight man to Uke's falling flat jokes. And he doesn't say anything. I think, I think there's one guy, the, the white-haired guy that he starts in the beginning with, has one line in one of the scenes. But other than that, all yeah, they do talking is talking about the balladeer, react. which I still, I love that. I love that was a balladeer. No, that's a, yeah. a tr- troubadour. <laughs> that's the one good, one good exchange. It's not a good joke. But I, ha- I have a couple of questions for you. <laughs> it's not. It's a terrible joke. But I have a couple of questions. You guys are very much more knowledgeable about baseball than I yeah, so I'm just going to ask you. you a few things related to the film, and you can tell me how close they are or how possible it is. All right? Okay. Sure. I'll go first, and then Joe will go second. Sounds good. Okay, good. Look at you bringing order to the Matrix. So. Oh, we should do the Matrix. Is it right, possible? <laughs> Matrix is a good idea. Is it possible? Is there a world where Gus would not know that Serrano was joining his team? Hmm. Because Serrano kind of appears out of the blue and he's like, oh, Serrano. And we're supposed to pretend yeah. like they know each other. Now, if Serrano was playing with the big club, they, he, they, he would get a memo that he was being sent down. Right. However, Serrano just sort of like Willie Mays hazes his way into this movie. Yeah, he just walks in. Right? He's not invited. No one, he, no, he's not hired. It's just Joe Boo needs a refill and there's Serrano. Yeah. But it also takes place seemingly – Mid mid game or right before a game because the scene right before that he takes a foul ball they're off the downtown's BP. bat to the back yeah. of the head right so before they're, yeah. they're getting BP. ready for a game and not to mention Scott Bakula takes a foul ball off the back of the head without wearing a helmet yet he wakes up on the bench instead of in a hospital where he might have a fractured skull <laughs> right. none of it but makes no, sense he's on the bench and there's Serrano I mean yeah really yeah okay so <laughs> so he doesn't know what's going on yeah. he's the worst manager ever has no idea what's yeah. going on well, he there. was a player he was a player two scenes earlier right he was a yeah. pitcher throwing freeze balls yeah right. okay he was at the end of his minor league career never made it to the show right yeah so next question say we're on our bus and we're on our way to a game and we happen to drive by a former player's mini golf establishment do we have time to stop talk to him and put him on the bus and be like you're on the team <laughs> <laughs> like i was like uh 
There's no, there's no paperwork. There's this, is, uh, this is a rhetorical question. Yes. No, no, no. I'm just like, is it? Could, could you just see somebody that you want on the team and pick them up on the street? Is that how this works? Because if mean, that's the if case, only, because if that's the case, I'm going to St. Louis and plucking Nolan Arenado from the Cardinals and putting him in a Mets uniform. There we go. This yeah. is a big what's the plan moment. You know, yeah. like what like, did we? How we happened to drive by Tanaka's new putt putt. Yeah, and and we, and we stop. We have a philosophical conversation with him, a very racist philosophical conversation, right? Um, Before he gets on the bus and in then his pirate he's, outfit. Yeah, now he's just he's just on the team because we also, need because the script needs him to be. Right. Also, what is everyone else doing while this philosophical conversation is happening? Playing putt putt, of course. It's it just they, it, I mean, it doesn't take that long. It doesn't take that long to play putt putt. I mean, they still made the game, right? I, who they must cares? have been some really solid putt putt <laughs> players. I mean, yeah, it's like what league are we in where they have time to take a bus to the park while yeah. also stopping to play putt putt? All right, I have two right. more questions, two more logistical two. questions. All right, okay. uh, freezer ball, is this a thing? Do people just cheat? Well, uh, two different questions there, do CJ. Just, yeah, exactly. People do just cheat, Andrew. Um, okay. But the freezer ball is not a thing. Has no. never been a thing. Was a thing just for this movie. Okay, and a for, bad one at that. Yeah, because yeah. what is it supposed to do? Well, supposedly, if if the ball is frozen, it won't go anywhere. Yet, when you hit a when you hit a really fast hard line drive, it's called a frozen rope. Okay, Very so true. it's wrong on a lot of levels. Yeah, but in terms of the cheating aspect, that's that's I mean that's that you know, happens. Yeah. MLB has unwritten rules and all sorts of different things over the years. You know, the biggest thing recently, um, our dear friend Trevor Bauer, who you know teased Mets fans all summer long, uh, basically has kind of been goading and daring and and outing one of MLB's dirty little secrets about pitchers using foreign substances on the ball. And there's all of this debate and and back and forth about spin rate and, and you know, how it's impacted pitching stats. Spin and, rate and makes the ball turn really fast. Not right. like it does in this movie, which is just bad CGI. CGI. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's CGI. terrible. It's terrible. Wait, so was this what Harris was talking about when he was drenched in Vaseline in the first movie? Yeah, same same kind of stuff. Exactly. Now, is, that, is that not exactly. legal? Is that not nope. No, That's, so he should it's not. not. Legal so, at all. so Harris was cheating, being drenched in a, in a lubricant. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like right. the 2017 Astros cheated their way to a World Championship. Yeah, I, to the I, point where yeah, I heard about that. I read oh, about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, to the to the point where yeah. Dusty Baker, who wasn't even their manager at the time, right? It is Dusty Baker, right? He he He's actually manager now. Yeah, yeah, because some of the fans are being loud back in the stadiums now. Because last year, no, no fans in the stadium. So all the fans who were upset about all the Houston Astros cheating scandal had no way to, you know, like you go to Yankee Stadium and you hear about the Bronx cheer, you know, in any, any stadium, you're going to rib the, the visiting team, right? You're going to give sure. them grief. You're going to so give them the business. Entire, yeah. Give for an the entire business. season, fan bases around the league were denied the opportunity to go to the stadium and let the Astros know what they thought about the scandal. So now this season, fans are coming back, and they've got a year of pent-up frustration about it all, and some of them are doing what most fans would do. You know, they'll shout things in the state, you know, but some of them are taking it a little extreme, like I think it was the Angels or Oakland, or I forget where it was, but Houston, it was an early game, early season game, and like fans threw full-on recycling bins onto the field, like... 
you know, that was like, how they would. Because that was they were making the noises. No, yeah, they exactly. were banging. They hit, right. hit the trash cans. So, so Dusty Baker came out, and you know, uh, I think it was an article in Sports Illustrated that I read about how um, it's. I don't think he called it a commentary on America, or it's bad for America. You know, like, and I, I get his point. I tell, especially given the where we are. What's these his days. point? <clears throat> <laughs> he was kind of saying, you know, he's like, oh, there are kids in the stadium and, you know, we should be setting better examples and all this kind of stuff. And and on the one level, I'm like, I totally get it. I get where you're coming from. But on the other level, purely as a baseball fan who is angry about cheaters, you know, hey, I, oh, I don't yeah. want to throw stuff no, on the, the field, but I'm going to let you know. Like that. Yeah. yeah. In, the early, in the early 19th century, uh, 20th century, fans used to be part of the action so much that the umpires would ask them if, what they saw. And if they saw it one way, they'd call it that way. Really? Baseball, baseball belongs to the fans. Dusty needs to shut his trap. <laughs> you know, I play I'll in a tell Central him. Park Softball League where the umpires actually ask the team what the call was. Really? See? Oh, yeah. No doubt. I was playing right field the other day, and we had a close play at first. And the, the guy who hit the ball, his whole bench told the ump that he was safe. So what did the ump do? He called him safe. Wow. The you guys, I have some real. news. I have some news. This is not part oh. of the movie, but it is the perfect time to share it. I joined a kickball league. Yes. Wow, 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 yeah, wow, yeah. wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. I am so like watching these three movies have gotten me so jazzed about team sports. I actually joined a team. Nice. This is exciting stuff. Where are yeah. you playing? Elysian Fields? Uh no, Central Park. Oh, okay. I'll be there Same tomorrow. Thing. Yeah? Yeah. yeah man. We, we don't start we don't start we don't start until next week and it's an evening situation, but like nice. yeah, a, a, a friend of mine was just like, yeah, like I want to do this. And uh, he did some work for me and I was like, what's the fee? And he's like this and you pay our entrance into the kickball league Thursday nights. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. Hell yeah. That's going to be great. That's yeah, going to be great. I'm going to come watch. I'm going to get a six pack of Stella Artois and just get a lawn chair. Please do. Watch you kick the ball around. It's Stella Artois. And and I want you to be an okay. active fan. So if I do a bad play, you you oh. throw you throw feces, listen. feces, or it didn't happen. Listen, I will okay. warn you though. One of the writers on the okay. website that I write for, it was in a kickball league, competitive kickball league, and he full on blew out his entire leg playing kickball. So be how warned. do you blow your Damn. leg playing kickball? You got to run bases, Damn. man. Oh well, I can run though. Yeah, but just be well, careful. You know, you know, sometimes the you know one of my favorite moments. One of my favorite moments in this movie is when pops. Uh, throws his back out. Let's playing for talk his base. about pops. Oh wait, did you? You had one other question, right? One other logistical, or did we cover them both? I don't remember. Oh, I did have one other one, but let's talk about pops, and then we'll All come right. back to that one because it, it more factors into the end of the movie. I want to talk Sounds about good. how old is pops? Is there a moment <laughs> where they tell retire? Like, how are pops and Doc on this team? This well, is like, more Doc believable is a- than pops. Yeah, Doc is definitely more believable. Also, Pops is is on the team, but yet goes to the airport, the quote unquote airport, to pick up Gus in in the bullpen cart. Okay, which becomes <sighs> Gus's mode of transport <laughs> with the mascot. With the mascot, and then that yeah. becomes Gus's modi of transportation. I mean, he had to have uh, been a player manager, right? I mean, because he's the one giving the tour. Maybe he was the player manager. Had sure, to be. Had yeah, to be. but he's in his sixties. Oh yeah, that yeah, man is firmly in his sixties. Yeah. Yeah, and like, like God love him, but like how, and yeah. why first base? Well, because the first base is oh, 10, well, that that makes sense. Oh, yeah, well. that that's that's fairly logical. You know, like first base outside of you know the late the late not late forgive me the great Keith Hernandez who kind of revolutionized <laughs> the position in a lot of ways. Um, it's typically known as a position for you know power hitters who don't necessarily have much mobility. 
Okay. Um, but their bats are, you know, needed in the offensive aspect of the game. So, you know, it's yeah. it's much more believable for Doc to be a, a a not great pitcher who might be older, you know, like I guess Tom Brady in, in baseball, you know, a guy who uh, at his age really logically shouldn't be doing it at the competitive level that he is. But it's more believable for a pitcher doing it later into his career because he can adjust his style of pitching. Uh, than it is for uh, an outfielder with bum knees who can't chase down a fly ball, basically. So <laughs> Every, everything he said is true. So yeah. here's my thing. There's a whole scene. There's literally a whole fucking scene where Pop's like, give it to me straight. And I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Scott Bakula, I fucking love Quantum Leap. Give me that gravitas, that depth. And he's like, you're too old and you're too fat. And he's like, oh, sad faces. But he will not tell Doc that your pitches are under 50 miles an hour. Like... He won't can Doc, but he'll destroy Pops' ego. Why? Yeah, I I think I think just like Hog, uh, he's only got two pitchers. Because right, because we don't see anyone else pitch on this team. Oh, yeah. that's right. So they must play. They must play. You know, two days and then take a couple days off. Um, also, you know, Doc's a junk baller, man. I mean, the great Hoyt Wilhelm, he threw mm-hmm. like 60, 65 miles an hour. He's in the Hall of Fame. I think. What did R.A. Dickey used to top that out? Out at R.A. Dickey, great knuckleballer, right. man. Like his you, his I mean, fastest pitch was like eighty-two. His his tools, Doc's tools, are more uh, usable than Pops in that respect. In the outfield, right? So, do you know what's fascinating? These characters are basically pale imitations of a league of their own characters. Yes. And there's a little bad sure. news bears flavor to the whole thing too. Oh well, it, it, it basically lifted from a million other more successful oh, yeah. sports movies. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the big debates about the whole thing is, you know, is it a good movie on its own or does it suffer because it's linked into the major leagues that preceded it? You know, you know what? That's a that's a that's a tough question. That's a tough question because it can't exist without the previous two major leagues, but it doesn't need any of the major league two characters that they shoehorn into this movie. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think if you don't bring Dorn, Serrano, Tanaka, if you don't bring them into it, then you could, because I think that's one of the things, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves in terms of what worked, didn't work, but uh, I'll go into it a little more later then. I'll, I'll save my analysis on that for that segment, if you Self-edit. Will. Yeah, there you go. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you showing restraint. I don't show restraint. I literally said the phrase dry beach. I show no restraint. <laughs> Well, I introduced myself as the guest sausage, so I'm right there. Well, with you, see, listen, it's it's because it's a safe space, Joe. I like it. Penis. <laughs> Watch your peas. <laughs> so this whole matches thing, like how we're like, yeah, I'm mad at you. We're gonna we're gonna have a match, my team versus your team, and then like he bitches out uh, and shuts matches, off the lights. Matches soccer. Yeah. Game. Game. Yes, it's a there game. Okay. All right. So, but the second one is still called a rematch, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, so, yeah, the soccer yeah. it could be a second leg. Yeah. would be okay. in soccer. Yeah, soccer would be a, there'd be a leg. Uh, but yeah, when you when you have a, a rematch of a series, mm-hmm. right? Because we play series in baseball, two, three, four games during yeah. the course of the regular season. So the next day is not a rematch. It's just game two of the series. Yeah. But the twins. And the buzz have a rematch at the end of this movie. Well, that's it's because right. yeah, I mean, part of, they would never play each other in the regular season because they're different levels of the same organization. So during that's their right. during their respective regular seasons, 
they would never face each other. So wait, no, so when did these games happen? So these games happen like outside of the regular season? No. Well, that's that's these part games of the whole don't yeah. happen. They no. don't happen, right? Like, Cuz no. like when do they have time rarely, to have these games? Rarely will you find an actual game between the big club and the minor league club, maybe during pre, uh spring training, maybe. but it's just a simula- it's just like a simulated game. And also if you've got a triple-A ball club taking on a major league ball club, that is not David and Goliath. Yeah. yeah. That is David and, like, a little less talented David, who in the sport of baseball – I mean, the Mets every year used to play the University of Michigan. Yeah. In the preseason, spring right. training. So that, the guys, that's another the guys who are in triple-A like, are the talent level closest to getting to the big team. So, yeah, so the, so the so talent the drop-off is not – Yeah, these guys are old and they suck and they have like (laughs) crippling gameplay issues. Oh, yeah. Well, so do the Twins. Because we need them to we need them to feel like Major League, the movie. Yeah. The first one to have problems. Yeah. Where she's but the first one, that's a plot point because she deliberately picked bad players. One of these guys is dead. Like that was a whole thing that they were ridiculously bad. In the case of this movie, like the twins are hoping that these guys are good enough. So that way, when, you know. What's his butt? Carlos Liston goes down. We can just reach down into AAA and bring up his replacement for a couple of weeks. Also, Doc's – not Doc. um, Pop's story about circling and not – you know, and then two days later, the player was fine. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, But that player (laughs) would go onto the 15-day injured list. He wouldn't go on the two-day injured list. Right. Right? Like you have to put a player on the injured list to bring another player onto the roster. And back then, it still would have been called the disabled list. Injured list Uh, is only a recent terminology. Yeah. That's right. It was called the disabled list, and it was a minimum, minimum of 15 15 days. days. Yeah. So, All right, so he, this is, he needs to be in the, up in that plane for 15 days minimum. Oh my gosh! To miss his shot, to miss his chance. The better the better story would have been if he had a cup of coffee, which is typically the term for a player who gets brought up as he's an at a roster member for a doubleheader, or you know, some guy is hurt but not badly enough to be actually physically put on the injured list. So they'll they'll call up a guy, you know, or like a spot starter, you know, like there's a guy who would come up and he'd start a game like the Yankees today actually are starting Davey Garcia, you know, who in spring training was potentially going to be the fifth starter for the team. Didn't be That's spelled D E I V I. Correct. Davey. But, so at the beginning of the season, he was sent to spell it Spanish. <laughs> yeah. It's spelled Spanish. Well, that's, yeah. It's just so yeah, many of my cousins. I get oh, it. Yeah. Is, he, yeah. but is he from the Dominican or Puerto I forget Rico? where he's from. The Dominican um, Republic. That's what they say. The big leagues. That's what they say in baseball. He's from the Dominican. Yeah. They say the Dominican. Yeah, they don't. The Domin- they don't say the Dominican Republic. You gotta say the whole country. The Come on. I mean, I, I would. Yeah, but yeah I'm, not in a ba- I'm not. I'm now. I'm talking yeah. about baseball. Yeah. yeah, we're not Gary Keith and Ron. I was talking about. But, uh, I was talking about. What was it? I was talking about. Oh, what is it? Uh, that character you're talking about. Tom. Barry. Oh my God. No, you. I was. I was just talking about. Oh my God! Help. Hell, what are you going? I don't uh, even know what's happening. Doc Pops? That's a character. It's a character. It's a, it was a crime. He fought crime what? in the 70s. And there's that. There's the, I was just talking about, oh, my God. Help. Columbo? Help. Oh, my God. Samuel this is Jackson worse? played him in the remix. In the Samuel remake. Jack- Shaft? Oh, Shaft? Shaft. <laughs> uh, this is worse than that time you kept singing the same first line of a song to me. Oh, that was one of our best cold opens ever. <laughs> uh, that was really good. That was really good. I'm pretty sure I totally pivoted us off whatever point we were about to try and make. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's cup fine. Cup of coffee story. 
but I just have one final question, and then and then we can take a little break, Uh So, is there a world where the terms of this bet that Huss and Gus make could be accomplished? Like, could the outcome of that game really give Gus Huff's job and vice versa? Like, would anyone... Not in the real world. Yeah, like, why no. Why would that... So, like, basically, this is baseball that happens in a fictional movie universe, and there were yeah, no yes. boundaries put on. Like, the, this is no. the least... This is the least faithful baseball movie. This is offensive to baseball. Of the three. As yeah, a, it's, as a it's thing. hard to sit yeah. through as somebody who knows the game. Okay. You know, it's from funny. a baseball yeah, this, standpoint. This is a kid's like, movie. Oh, yeah. As, like As somebody I've seen who people, doesn't know the game, it was hard to sit through. So, well, <laughs> now imagine the extra level of excruciating pain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just bizarre. But you know what? Well, let's take a little break. Let's cool off. Let's get a glass of water. Maybe a little Gatorade. I like it. You know, and we'll and we'll take Gatorade. a break. Gatorade. Do you know the Gatorade was actually uh, invented in the University of Florida's Florida. football program to right. aid on, the Gators? Homer. CJ, no Homer. CJ, I'm from Florida. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> he just wants I to know. plug. He just wants to plug his school, his institution. Yeah, I'm a master, but I will be mm-hmm. soon. Master of your domain. This feels like a good spot. <laughs> you know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your your chest area. Where where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really, it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking oh, to I'm talking to people absolutely. on the Instagram, I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yeah, so I think that, Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen, at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there, and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. We are back better than before. Much better than before. And even Joe came back with us, too. That's true. I'm here. Joey came back. I was, I was entranced by CJ's Welcome Back song. Well, you, you know, it's, it's, he's basically the Pied Piper of podcasts. The Triple P. <laughs> I like it. I do, but P. I say it above the microphone. Yeah, I say my yeah, keys above the target. microphone. Yeah, you got to aim, aim the P. <clears throat> Target the yeah. P, aim the P. I got to get one of those those explosive screens. The windscreen, yeah. Like a P filter. Yeah. Does, could it attach to my Yeti? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We'll find out. I have to, I have to look into one that. of those. Yeah, they're handy yeah, things. Let's do it. Well, you know, you guys, I had such a ball chatting with you for the last half hour. I think we covered some really good ground. I really want to thank you because I thought this movie was pretty faithful to baseball, and now I understand that it was shit. So uh, I've learned something today, and I would like to learn more. CJ was inspiring me with his master's. So I think it's time for some ephemeral questions. Now is the time 
When we decide what worked, what didn't, didn't make the <laughs> desert aisle, then we'll determine <laughs> if we should ever watch this thing again. It's time for ephemeral questions, ladies and gentlemen. You, you I don't gave, know how I feel about that cadence. <clears throat> you gave yourself a full-on orchestral intro today. Did you borrow Absolutely. that instrumentation from the score of Major League, the original? That that is Bill Medley, baby. That is what. Yes, that's absolutely right. That, like that love yep. theme that comes up yep. five times for a minute. I As thought we it wrap was a, up, <laughs> it sounded like an American Tale at first. I'm like, is this going full five hole right now? What's happening? Oh, don't yeah, even get me that's, started. That's, that's hockey. That's hockey. Get it? Five hole. That's hockey. <laughs> uh, no, but I felt like since we're wrapping up the Major League, Andrew has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> wrapping up the Major League universe, five I want to bring that theme back. Five it's hole. It's a whole yeah, nother pod. Whole nother episode. You know, I feel yeah, about the word that's about hockey. I do, I do, and, and when you throw five of them in the mix, it's like a oh whole new ball game. Oh yeah, again. Yeah, so we're, yeah. now we're back to crowded. baseball. Yeah. No, but we're wrapping up the major league universe. You know, I just I felt a little nostalgic for a little Rene Russo. Yeah, you know her five love scenes. Scene. Let's let yeah. That's what it. That's what it's about. So uh, yeah, that's that's why that was the ephemeral queen song, and I felt like, frankly, yeah, I needed I needed an orchestral intro. I feel like after thirty nine episodes, I've earned it. You have earned it. You have fair, earned it. And I, su- I support this moment for you, CJ. And I, it was a thrill for me. What a I'm treat. all about it. Yes. I love it. Uh, CJ, what worked for you about this movie? Well, you know, it's funny. There, there, were, there were some things that definitely, that definitely worked for me. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pull them up right now. But I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm stuck on YouTube. Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> this movie is called Major League Three Back to the Miners. Sure. And I will say... Having spent a great deal of time uh, in minor league ballparks across this great nation of ours, there are some things that really feel like the minor leagues. Um, when when he walks, <laughs> when when Tanaka walks Serrano up to the plate, hooded, right? You think like that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, but I would not put that past a minor league GM to kind of like you know spice things up in a minor league baseball game because even even more so than major league baseball minor league is about entertainment right cuz you you go to these minor league games you're watching players whose goal frankly is not to be there in a couple of weeks so you can't hold on to that right you to get the people out you really have to like sell the game sell the experience sell the entertainment mm. and from that from that angle you know that this movie did really have that minor league fun sort of Midwest Middle America uh, flavor, um, and I really really liked it. Uh, I love Rube. Yeah, well, he's a drummer. Fucking Rube is yeah, great. He's great. I'm, I'm I'm so glad that he's back. Um, and and I love the one joke about uh, I'd be playing cricket. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah, that was fun. That that's a, that's a great fucking joke, especially because baseball the game evolved out of cricket and the British game of rounders. Okay. Joe, what worked about this movie for you? You know, I I watched it twice in the last week or so in in preparation for my, my debut as a guest on this lovely podcast. And, um, the, the second time was actually a matter of hours ago. Um, oh. You know, the first time I watched through was just to reorient myself with the franchise and this particular installment. And then today, with a more uh, studious eye and and in preparation for this very question and the ones to follow. Um, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I did have a hard time trying to come up with things that worked. Um, <laughs> 
I, I do very much echo CJ's sentiments about the minor league flavor to it. Um, and this goes back a little bit to what I started to say earlier about, uh, you know, the, the team mentality and more off the field type things, you know, like the, the underlying messages of, uh, you know, doing it for the team and being in the interest of the team and, and like the teachable moments, you know, like you talked about it as a kid's movie. Uh, and in a lot of ways it is because, you know, for all of the, uh, ridiculousness that, you know, pervades the movie in, in that hundred minutes or so, you know, there are, uh, I, I don't want to call them fables necessarily, but you know, there, there's lessons to be taught, you know, like when you, when you're sitting with downtown in the office after he hits the home run, after being told to, you know, sacrifice the guy over, um, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, it kind of tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. And, and like CJ was saying, you know, these are not guys who want to be where they are, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm an actor and I'm, you know, I, I toured the country in non-union shows and, you know, I, I kind of, as they say, pay your dues or whatever. It's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, theater actors aspire to be on Broadway or in the West end in London or, you know, film and TV actors. Or the Cherry be, Lane theater. <clears throat> well, Cherry yeah. Lane theater. You want to be the Cherry you know, Lane so, theater. So, so, you know, the, the moments where uh, Scott Bakula is, you know, Gus Cantrell is trying to connect to these guys on that uh, human level of improvement, you know. And, like, I that for me, I would agree, is, is the biggest plus for this movie. I, I did make note um, of the music because um, I remember from your earlier episodes that you were uh, pointing out that it was very keyboard heavy. Yes. Um it did feel a little fuller to me in terms of the music. I and did notice I, that. And I did feel like it, it did a good job in kind of steering a little bit how I felt at certain times throughout the You know, like quirky things were, were underscored with quirky music. And, you know, it kind of, you know, helped me go through things that I, mother, I otherwise might have said, oh, really, this is happening. You know, you know what I mean? So the music, uh, the underlying lesson type things of it. Um, yeah, yeah. It I think the minor league feel is definitely the hits the nail on the head. I mean, you know. Uh, or hits the ball on the screws. Yes, that's true, right on the label. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I You know, I love that you bring up the minor league-ness of it. Uh, I had a, on tour, I had, this cast member that really loved, he had a bunch of hats from minor league baseball teams and he loved like the kish factor of it. And so it's funny that you bring that up, that that's like a thing to get people excited about it. Oh yeah. That like that you get into it. Mm-hmm. It's, part, it's part of the charm of it. I think that was cool. Uh, I love that you brought up that it was, I thought of it as a children's movie because I really do think of it as a children's movie and it's actually not a bad children's movie. Um, I, I just, no, I just think that they, they do things that adults don't do. And if you take this exact script and make it like fourteen-year-olds, the whole it's thing the really just bears. flies yeah. off the page. It's bad news yeah. bears, Mighty Ducks too, yeah. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, so like, any any list of sports movies that follow the same rough plot line. Oh yeah, but but they're children. Like the way they yeah. talk to each other are children. Oh for sure. Yeah. Like even what's the scene when when. Uh, when Huff and Dorn are watching the news conference after the game and when the second challenge, and then he breaks the TV screen, you yeah. know, and the, literally you talk about talking like children. He's like, well, that's stupid. And no one's going to say it, but I'm going to say it. That's stupid. Stu-. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
They're yeah, kids. No, it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's it's, crazy. They're, it's 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 they're a pale imitation of the of the characters that we once knew. But it's not a bad kids movie. I no. think I think it's it sucks as a major league movie. You know. <laughs> yeah, but, but like that's but what worked for you. Uh, that's it. That's what worked for me. That it's that's not. What a, it is. Yeah. It's not a bad children's movie. It is a children's. Yeah. No. You know. It's fine no, for what it sets out to movie. do. It's just like there's some it's like which, which It's the Die Hard that was rated PG. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh okay, right? okay. Well, that what are we one doing was here? that one was made better by the one that followed it though, because Jesus. <laughs> um, oh sure. Yeah, but it's just so, like you're cashing in on the major league name, but you're not making a major league movie. No, you're just throwing like, some characters. Is that like Return yeah. of the Jedi? Oh, Return of the we like yeah. we like Return of the we Jedi. Like, we like Return that the, one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Even the last Jedi. Jedi in. Last Jedi. Sorry, it's I totally the last messed Jedi, up. Jedi, Joe. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Joe! I tried to get it in. I messed it you up. Tried uh, to be no. Huzzah! It's no. okay. Thank you. Yeah. Huzzah! But Joe, Joe, you're fantastic, but you're no Chris Henry. That's all I'm saying. Who is? But who is? Who is really? Uh, yeah, who is really? So, uh, Joe, I can't believe I screwed that up. Yes, sir. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, Shake it off. It what didn't work about this movie for you? And you have, uh, just one thing, because we spent a good half hour going. Okay, in. I, like, I, go I deep think, with one thing. Uh, I don't even necessarily need to go deep with it. I think the thing that it suffers from is it trying to be monkey wrenched into the major league universe like uh, we were talking about it before with bringing serrano and dorn and yeah, Tanaka. And there's no reason to i mean everything else is so detached from the the first two that i think the movie and the the things it's trying to accomplish suffer because they feel obligated to call back to these characters that we know from the other two and i i think that by trying to uh, garner additional attention and, and success from the first one especially uh, it ends up hurting itself because it it doesn't live up to it you know I mean I guess it's the problem of any sequel typically is trying to you know match the level of, of what was a favorable debut of the franchise so I, I think being tied to the major league brand uh, for me, is what didn't work the most. And one other thing that I will um, bring up really quickly: poor Jensen Daggett, like totally unnecessary character. I felt bad for her. Like there's, there's no. You could have done the same exact film and not involved her at all. I don't even know who I, Jensen Daggett is. She played Maggie. Oh, his, his yeah. girlfriend slash wife. Like, by the yeah, end, why is she there? Like she's We're a lovely a actress, lovely person. Oh, she's did not great. need to be she in the movie great, at all. Yeah, she, she does a great job she, with the four I lines she yeah, has. I, I absolutely. She is filling you know, that Rene Russo track. The line, you don't the need the to line, be here. Yeah. yeah, so I felt bad for her, but you know, I, you know, totally didn't need her in the movie. Felt bad that she was as underutilized as she was. I wholly forgot she was in it. I yield the floor. <laughs> CJ, what didn't work for you? Well, I mean, the biggest the biggest uh, error for me um, on this one is the manager owner relationship. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Say more. Picture it. Arlington, Texas, <clears throat> early me. 1970s. The great Billy Martin managing the Texas Rangers. He wants. Thank God I'm a country boy played during the seventh inning stretch when we usually play what, Andrew? Wild thing. No, no during the seventh inning stretch. What do we play? At baseball take, games. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the ball game. 
he wants John Denver's thank God I'm a country boy. He tells the PA guy, don't you dare play take me out to the ball game. T- play thank God I'm a country boy. Well, he plays thank God I'm a country boy, and then the owner fires Billy Martin. What? Okay, yeah, because the owner was like, you're not going to tell the PA guy what to play. I own the team. Okay, so this is a major problem with Roger Jordan's character in this movie is that Stan Gable is like pushing him around. Stan Gable is from Revenge of the Nerds. I know that's not that Huff. Huff. Is pushing him around and he's not doing anything to combat it, right? Like I can understand like trying to like plant the seed about, you know, you I want this you guys to like hate each other and that'll get the whole team to play better. But when he's like I want downtown on the team and Gus is like, "No, dude, he's not ready." The whole point of him bringing Gus on to manage the team was to get downtown ready. Yeah. So this relationship is totally is totally wrong and totally manufactured and like they don't even they don't even take it the right direction. So that is like the big poo-poo that this movie takes on our collective brains. <laughs> Very true. <clears throat> See, so for me the thing that drove me insane about this movie was that I'm watching yet another movie where characters that I met in the last movie do things that they didn't do in the last movie, right? And so Serrano comes back in Major League Two as a hardcore pacifist. He's a hardcore Buddhist, very different than right. the voodoo roots from the first movie, right? And yeah. so the whole thing becomes he has to like find that fire in him again, right? And then he comes back in Major League Three again, but like he had taken a break and then he's a pacifist again. It's kind of like the same thing. Doesn't so make any fucking sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. We bring Tanaka back and they kind of like give them scenes together, but there's they have nothing to do. There's no growth. There's no reason for them to do anything. Actually, Tanaka nope. didn't really have anything to do in Major League Two, but the big marbles bit that's <laughs> very funny. So right. <laughs> you have Rube there who Rube sorted out his problem in the first movie and that was like a major plot point. Didn't really sort it out. As soon as Taylor was gone, he couldn't do it. So now he has right. to figure something else out, and it was really something he could have just like shaken off the whole time. Roger Dorn went from very shrewd businessman, kind of a prima donna baseball player, to kind of a boob in Major League Two, and now he's kind of like a, a, a Blofeld. He's kind of like I'm the architect of your pain. I kind of know what's going on, and I'm going to push these chests. <laughs> like, who are these people? They're not. They don't. There's no consistency of character. It's just name and actor. Yeah, if it's like a big cash grab. It's oh, so, in the late nineties. It's so weird, and it's 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 four years too late because this style of movie is kind of out by nineteen ninety five. Yeah, sure. You know, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, CJ, does this movie make your desert on top five? Under no circumstances. <laughs> I I can't imagine this thing is on YouTube for free. You know, every every like fifteen twenty minutes or so, that notice pops up. It's like. Don't sue us. Yeah, but um, nobody cares. I'll never. I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. I'm, and I'm hoping that you know, if I'm ever, ever blessed with children, that when I get to the end of Major League Two with them, like they've made a new Major League Three by them, so I don't by then, so I don't have to show them this because because this movie is is rotten. It's tragic. Yeah, it's tragic. <laughs> it's not good, Joe. It's got some. It's got some good qualities, but. Not yeah, it, no, I I uh, am sad to report that it would not be in my luggage for the desert island. Um, I just, I, you know, echoing everything CJ said. Uh, I mean, I could I could bring my PlayStation and play MLB the Show, and have more strikes taken uh, in one game 
playing MLB The Show than strikes that are taken in the movie that don't immediately impact the story being told. Like everybody <laughs> swings at every pitch unless they're they supposed swing to at every miss. pitch. Yeah, every, they swing like, at every I, pitch. I did that today. I played Trevor Bauer, and he had a nine inning complete game shutout when eighty two pitches or something because I swung at every pitch. And um, like the movie, I missed a lot. So no, it would not make my Desert Island top five. Yeah, I, I just I just want to jump in. I, do we get luggage? Like, do we have to pick our Desert Island luggage now? See, dude, you are, like, you are, are you overthinking going, this still. You're going to me, you're going Louis Vuitton, like, you're just going to go your Sears special? Just like, a Sears special, I, man. Just a Sears special with a DVD player. Oh, okay. It's fine. It's okay, fine. Great, great. Low stress. This movie does great. not make my Desert Island top five by any stretch. Um, I don't Wait, even, we don't have a Blu-ray on the Desert Island? It's DVD? It's DVD. This is, this is, this it's is a Desert Island. It's a fucking Desert Island. What, you want amenities? Jesus. Blu-ray? That's like Sunday. the laser disc, man. It didn't really. Well, no, I guess Blu-ray. Okay. Anyway, no, Blu-ray's good, man. No, yeah, Blu-ray's yeah, tight. yeah. Andrew, you were saying. Yeah, so it doesn't make my Desert Island top five. It's just not very good, and it doesn't really make sense. And you know how I feel about movies that don't make sense. I just oh, yeah, it makes no. sense. It just doesn't make sense. Also, let, let's talk. Let's talk about this. This final game, that's in the afternoon, with zero stakes. And we kind of we, – we hit listen with a pitch again. Like we kind of just do the same thing over again. We hit listen. With scoreboard and he's wearing, he's wearing a spring training number. <laughs> he's in the high 60s. I mean no, no slugger would wear that number ever. Nope. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. Therefore it does not make my digital on top five. Now I am very excited about this though because this is a children's movie. Today's bonus question is 30 seconds – Pitch me the Disney spinoff from this movie. Joe, go. Oh, man. I got to go first, huh? Disney spinoff from this movie. Um, I think it would have to center around Harry Doyle. Okay. he's the only character that I would even remotely care about at this point. Um, Harry Doyle, after getting himself sober and finding himself in a position. Oh, wait. It's Disney. Never mind. I was going to have him falling off the wagon. That doesn't work. <laughs> Listen, Disney plays some I mean, hardcore shit sometimes. Oh, uh, all right, all right. So let's go with that then. After getting himself sober and finding out where it landed him, i.e. Buzz Stadium and, and on the bus with the minor league team, uh, Harry falls off the wagon and uh, finds himself down and out. And I don't know. That's that's my elevator pitch. It's not very good. That's why I'm an actor, not a writer. Listen, I'll, I'm better I'll, with other people's words. <laughs> it's, it's, pre, it's pretty good. It was a, a valiant effort. CJ. But I think, I think it's got us around Harry Doyle. Okay. All right. Personally. CJ, what's your show? Disney spinoff. Go, go, okay, so, go, go. So Gus go. is very excited to become a teacher, right? Right, Like a, a coach at the end of this thing. He wants to stay in the minors and like teach, teach the young kids. Five years have passed. He's broken up with that uh, nameless, faceless woman that we didn't really know much about. <laughs> uh, and so he's teaching this new pitcher how to throw the, the, the frozen ball, mm. right? And so that's bad. It's cheating, right? It's bad. It's bad, bad, bad. And the, and the batter hits it and opens up a new d- a dimension to an alien world. Oh, right. Okay. And the whole team gets you. sucked. This whole team gets sucked into this cartoon alien world. And there's these like really big, bad baseball players. And they have to like, like Space Jam, they it's have to like figure Space out Jam. a way <laughs> to beat, to beat the government officials that wear sunglasses that are multiplying as we speak and they've got special kung fu moves and they go and they can stop time and they can move so things with like their minds. So it's like Space Jam Matrix? 
it's Space Jam Matrix, baby. Major <laughs> League Four. Here's the thing, though. Space Jam Matrix sounds fucking great. I'm going to see that. I want to see Space Jam, Space Jam Matrix more than I ever want to watch this movie again. Absolutely. I want to act in Space Jam Matrix. It's, yeah, yeah you'd be you're hired. Let's go. <laughs> Sign Let's go. me up. All right, you guys ready? Here's my Disney spinoff. It's called Mayor Rube. Uh-oh. It takes place 10 years after the events of this movie. Rube makes it to the big leagues, becomes a huge baseball star. Everybody loves Rube. He has to go back to his hometown to take care of his dying auntie and he can't leave her side and he ends up having to be there, but he needs a job because he can't just live off of his savings because that seems irresponsible. So he runs for mayor to improve the town from within and give his auntie a better sense of final days. I like it. Wow. And then there's a portal that opens up to an and alien takes you world to like, and him, to and, and, yeah, and him and his auntie jam. fall through it. Yeah, to yeah, Matrix Space you know, Jam. And, and when the auntie is Trinity, when she gets there, he's like, fuck. Oh, my God. And they're whoa. in love, right? They, because they're the male and female whoa, leads. Whoa, whoa. Ruben. No, Ruben no. Trinity. And dying auntie? <laughs> no, not dying auntie. Ruben Trinity. <laughs> I thought you were saying dying auntie turns into Trinity. <clears throat> oh, that's what you said. No, that's I wasn't I listening then. Uh, I wasn't okay. listening. That's no, why. No. That took a turn. Oof. All right, it's time for special <laughs> awards. Uh, yeah, I CJ. can't go first on this one. All right, all right, all right. C- CJ, 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 what's your special award? Okay, so my special award for Major League Three, Back to the Minors, picture it. It's 1989. You're in middle school. Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven is playing. You're at your eighth grade dance. And man, it's fucking awkward. This movie gets the eighth grade <laughs> dance award because, oh my God. The writing and the film, the filmmaking is so awkward. Sloppy, yeah. The dinner scene, any like the scene in the office, Roger Dorn dancing, like that that fucking number where they're on stage and poor Serrano and Tanaka again just getting like horribly exploited. Like, oh my god, this thing is so awkward. It's more awkward than a what? An eighth grade dance. I I like it. Love that. When, I love Cor- that. when Corbin Burnson does that spin at the end and he falls and then picks himself, that's one of my favorite moments in the movie. Which break me off a piece of or Corbin oh, Burnson, my God! Uh, what, what's your special award, Joe? Uh, it's it's very much along the same lines because it does have to do with the um, lack of uh, storytelling coherence, and it's the trying to piece together randomly. Uh, pulled tweets to form a book uh, <laughs> like, like I, I, I envision like sitting in front of a Twitter feed just reading Twitter feed and every so often pulling one out and then writing a few sentences and going back and pulling another one and it's uh, you know how can we connect these two so it's it's trying to make a movie off a Twitter feed award <laughs> I love that I love that do you know it's funny there was a joke going around that that's how Rise of Skywalker was written, was that it's basically a Reddit <laughs> list uh, of things people wanted to see, and they just compiled it and made that movie, and it didn't have to make sense because everything you asked for was in it, right? So I love that you, you brought go, up the fans. Twitter feed. Because, I have that. Because my special award is the Rise of Skywalker Award. <laughs> the oh Rise of Skywalker Award goes to Major League Three Back to the Miners because when something of any emotional depth happens, it is immediately reversed so you don't get too uncomfortable. 
Don't get too uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, uh, you know, Gus, he's cheating. He's caught cheating. He gets kicked off. That's okay. He's going to get a job managing a team soon. You know, oh, we, you know, they shut off the lights and, and, and they lost this game. Oh, well, that's okay. We're going to get a rematch later. Oh, I, I've taken downtown. It's okay. Five minutes from now, downtown's going to be back. He's like, oh, it's just exactly what you happened. It said, it said it. They threw me on the outside and they couldn't do it. Uh, you know, oh no, Gus is gonna Gus is gonna go manage the twins. What's gonna happen to the buzz? Doesn't matter. He wants to stay with the buzz. Anytime you get a little bit uncomfortable, we're just gonna reverse it. It's the Rise of Skywalker Award. R two D two had a backup for C three PO the whole time. He was there the like whole it. time. I like it. Totally fine. Don't worry about and it. And then they go on a honeymoon. And then they go on a honeymoon. And Dorn wants to join. That woman needs that coin to get off that planet. That planet gets blown up. That woman's okay. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> she's it's... a she's a toy. She has to survive. Absolutely. Zori oh, Bliss. Dear. Poor Jensen Daggett. Didn't even know who she existed. So, <laughs> CJ, the final question. Is this movie an icon or a Y-con? This movie is a wet fart. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, you think you think right before it's a major league movie. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. And then you're you're in. You start it, and you're a little worried about it. You get about halfway through it, and you you know that there's definitely something wrong. And then by yeah. the time to the you get to the end, your fucking drawers are soiled. Yeah. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. So I didn't answer your question, um, but I feel like you get it. I, I get. I feel you answer the spirit of the question, and I appreciate that, Joe. Um, I don't have anything quite as descriptive as a wet fart, but I will agree <laughs> that it is a Y-Con. Um, mm. I, I, one of you guys earlier used the term cash grab, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think this somehow in somebody's head uh, was what they were thinking, um, which uh, to me is the only reason I can see them bringing back uh, any of the characters from Major League was to try and get it associated with they don't, uh, they the don't do anything. They don't no, do anything nothing, in this movie. Nothing. Um, it reminds me of the the uh, Europa Super League in in soccer that is tried to form with twelve of the richest European football clubs uh, trying to make their own breakaway league, uh, and fans of the the beautiful game soccer all over uh, Europe and the world really uh, rose up and and said, "We see you and what you're doing, just trying to make more money." They wanted to bake, basically make their own league where they would qualify for this tournament every single year and then through their benevolence uh, would allow, you know, five or six teams from the rest of Europe to qualify uh, every so often. But these original 12 teams would be there every single year and everybody else was like, y'all are already among the richest clubs in the world and, like, we know that all you're trying to do is make more money and we're not for it. So, yeah, uh, YCON... um, Blatant cash grab and did not work because it was not a good film. Mm. I felt that. I felt that in a very deep and spiritual place, Joe. I try. Yeah. I think this movie is a why the fuck was this made con? <laughs> like I don't I, I just kept he almost watching. had me there. Yeah. He almost had me there. I was worried. Did you think he was going icon? Like no, you really didn't think that. No, man, it's it's bad. It's like, but it's like famously bad. Like it's, and do you know what's really funny? I remember it more than I realize. You know when you watch a movie and it's like, oh, I did watch this a lot as a kid. 
you know, they had to deal with Blimpy. So I remember seeing like the cutouts and, and I watched, it was kind of one from my generation. I was already in high school. So I was like, Oh, I remember loving major league two. And I did not remember how atrocious it was. Uh, I remember the balladeer bits, you know, but like, I guess, mm. oh, oh my God. Also, Jobu even makes a cameo. They try so hard. <laughs> yeah. Jobu. They try so back. hard to make this a thing. And it just never, never quite manifests. It's like, it's like when I bake a cake, it just doesn't rise. I did something wrong with the ingredients. I did something. It's just, there's so much. And Scott Bakula really does a serviceable job because Scott Bakula is a great actor. I really buy him as Gus Cantrell. I mm-hmm. believe that Scott believes he's being Gus Cantrell. And I really love that. He, then he acts across from Ted McGinley, who's like weird Saturday TV funhouse. And it's just so everybody's in a different movie. Yeah. Nobody knows what's happening. Why is yeah, no, it's, Serrano it's wearing directed. the hood? What? Oh my gosh. It's so weird. Yeah, I just all over. It's like a turducken. It's just everything's stuffed into one place and shake it up and see what comes out. It's, yeah, but at least the turducken is delicious. This is a big old mess. But Scott Bakula, Scott Bakula could get it, man. He looks great. In oh, he does movie. a fine job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does a fine job. Lurch yeah. to the merch. Um, well, we did it, guys. I mean, this was really fun. Yeah. I Thanks agree. for having me, guys. Well, no, thank you for being here. And, and Of course. And honestly, I, 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 I got to say, I got kind of a little baseball bug happening. Are you excited about the baseball? Do you feel like are you ready to to move on to something else, or maybe we should maybe we should stick with baseball? I just don't. There's just no other like baseball trilogies that I know. Like, is there another? Oh, well, I mean, we can open me, windows ask, and doors, all sorts of things. Let me ask you a question, Andrew. Have Have you heard of the movie um, Bull Durham? Yeah. How about Field Dreams? Well, yeah. I mean, that's a, like if you. What about for love of the game? Yes, which is the one with Susan Sarandon? Because I always mix those up. Bull Durham. Okay, got it. For love of the game is. But all. Kevin Costner. Oh, common link. All three of those movies. All three of those movies have Kevin Costner in them. I'm going to go ahead and declare that the Costner universe. I, can we do that? Is that in the bylaws? Do I have to check with somebody? Like, is that allowed? That's like fucking making up a universe. Let me uh, let me get our let me get legal on the phone. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello, this is legal. Hey, legal. Can we do uh, the Kevin Costner universe on Icon or Icon? Uh, fuck yeah. Oh, oh well, you know. Legal Thanks, legal. It. Click. All right, all right. We're so good. we're doing it. We're all right, we're all right. Well, well. All right, cool, cool. And then maybe right. I can actually so, learn the rules of baseball. You might learn something else too. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot going on in those movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we're excited. We're excited. All right, cool. Well, we're gonna continue with baseball. You know, I mean, it's springtime. It feels right. I'm kind of jazzed about it. I'm Truth. here playing team sports now. There's a whole yeah. new meet. Yeah, it's April 26th. The Mets are in first place. I think we got to keep the we got to keep the mojo. So absolutely. All right, let's do it then. Well, this is spectacular. I'm super excited. For Icon or Wycon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And for Joe Dan Busky, I am CJ LaRoche, and we'll see you next time. Next time. <laughs>